0: Jonathan Shuttlesworth with you in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. If you feel called into the ministry, we just launched Revival Today Bible Institute. Had our first incoming class, and we're about to do another intake. It's $2,000 for the entire year. We're gonna train them up in what they need to know in the Bible, what they need to know legally, what they need to know in the realm of economics to make impact in the ministry. If that's you, the information is on the screen right now. I'd like to hear from you. Don't pull it off. I'm Jonathan Shuttlesworth, and I'm waiting
1: for your call. Welcome back, everyone, to another Wednesday morning. I'm your host, Evangelist Taylor Michael. If you just saw the ad that I played, if you're watching this after it's posted, you're not going to see the ad to the end. So stay to the end. It is a very important announcement. You want to stick to the end. But... In the mornings when we do our live streams, I'm going to be helping out my friend and a great mentor of mine. He's been a great teacher in the faith for me, Evangelist Jonathan Shuttlesworth. That advertisement that you just saw is advertising his Bible school. If you are a young person that wants to be raised up to preach the gospel, I highly, highly recommend you check out Revival Today Bible Institute. You will not regret it. You will be raised up to be a mighty preacher of God's Word. Now, without further ado, today... I'm going to teach you how to access the grace to prosper in life. You know, there's multiple graces that you see in the Bible. And Paul actually told the Corinthian church, he said, I want you to be a partaker of this grace also. So there's different grace that you can access. But one that Paul specifically mentioned was the grace of prospering. Not a lot of preachers like to talk about money but we aren't like a lot of other preachers. I like to talk about money. The Bible has a lot to say about money. In fact, probably the most spoken of topic in the Bible is money. And although the money warns you of many things to stay away from, the Bible warns you of uh, different mindsets of money, how money can take people, how money can rob people, how money can rob them of their salvation, of their faith, how money can destroy a person. The Bible also teaches you that if you do it right, money will give you what you need in life to advance God's kingdom. So I want you to type in the comments right now, it is God's will for me to prosper. It is God's will for me to prosper. And I'm going to show you what the Bible says about it. Paul wrote something to the New Testament church that will shock a lot of people. 3 John 1, verse 2. Beloved, this is the Word of God. So the Bible being inspired by God's Spirit, although men wrote it, they were under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. So this is straight from the pen of God. This is out of God's mouth. This is God's Word. Beloved, I wish above all things he didn't say some things not most things I wish above everything else that you would be in that you would prosper and be in good health even as your soul prospers so there's three areas of prosperity that God wants you to tap into number 1 to prosper in general prosper financially prosper in material wealth to have more than enough in life to live in abundance on earth as it is in heaven. You're not going to have lack in heaven. There's not going to be any poverty in heaven. You are to live in abundance now in this life. It is God's perfect will for you to live in abundance. So number one, abundance. Number two, good health. A lot of people will say he preaches the health and wealth gospel. There is no other gospel. The Bible says Jesus died and became poor for me so that I might become rich. Jesus took the different stripes on his back, all 39 of them, that by his stripes, I am healed, I was healed, and I will always be healed. There is no other gospel, but a gospel that brought you full redemption and brought you the ability to access health and wealth. And number three, even as your soul prospers. So abundance, health. And Prosperity for your soul, which is your mind your will and your emotions God gave you a spirit of power of love and of soundness of mind. God does not want you having anxiety depression Suicidal thoughts fear nothing that would mess with your mind your will and your emotions Jesus paid the price for you to be in good health and to prosper as your soul prospers. So it is God's perfect will for you to prosper, and I'm gonna teach you how to access the grace of prosperity in your life so that you never lack for money, you never lack ability, and you never lack opportunity another day in your life. I want you to type that in the comments. I will never lack opportunity, I will never lack ability, and I will never lack for money. And this is what Paul said. Go to 2 Corinthians chapter 8. 2 Corinthians chapter 8. Verse 1. This is the Amplified. We want to tell you further, brethren... About the grace. I want you to underline that in your Bible. 2 Corinthians chapter 8 verse 1. He called this a grace. Meaning this is an anointing to come on you. This is a grace from God. That the gifts and callings of God are without repentance. So when this grace comes on you. It does not leave. And it actually starts to get on other people. You get it by getting around other people that have this grace on them. And by revelation of God's word. But this is a grace. And in brackets, it says the favor and spiritual blessing. So we want to tell you further, brethren, about the grace or the favor and spiritual blessing of God, which has been evident in the churches of Macedonia, arousing in them the desire to give. Somebody type in the comments, I desire to give. So this is a grace that comes on people. Did you know that it's not in your natural senses to give? The natural man, the carnal man wants to covet. So in your flesh, in your carnal mind, your human nature wants to hold all. My pastor says you want to get all you can, sit on the can. Or what did he say? Get all you can, can all you get, and then sit on the can. That's what the the carnal man wants to do. Just get everything that you can, and then you sit on that can. Get what you can, can what you get, and sit on the can. That's what the carnal man wants to do. So you know it's the grace of God that comes on somebody when all of a sudden they become generous. The natural nature, the carnal nature does not want to give. It wants to take. But there's a grace that comes on you. That makes you generous. And this is the grace he's talking about. This is the grace that came on the Macedonian church. Verse two, for in the midst of an ordeal of severe tribulation, their abundance of joy and their depth of poverty together have overflowed in wealth of lavish generosity on their part. So even when they didn't have a lot, even when they were in lack, he actually says they were in poverty. They gave and watch what happens. Verse three. For as I can bear witness, they gave according to their ability. Yes, and beyond their ability. And they did it voluntarily. Number one, they gave according to their ability. Number two, they gave beyond their ability. And number three, they gave voluntarily. So they weren't pressured. They didn't feel compulsed to have to give. They were voluntarily giving. Begging us most insistently for the favor and fellowship of contributing in the ministration for the relief and support of the saints in Jerusalem. Nor was this gift of theirs merely the contribution that was expected, but first they gave themselves to the Lord and to us as His agents by the will of God, entirely disregarding their personal interests, they gave as much as they possibly could, having put themselves at our disposal to be directed by the will of God. So much that we have urged Titus, that as he began it, he should also complete this beneficent and gracious contribution among you, the church at Corinth. Now as you abound and excel and are at the front in everything in faith in expressing yourselves in knowledge in all zeal and in your love for us, see to it that you come to the front now and abound and excel in this gracious work of almsgiving also." So he said as the Macedonian church was graced to give and give abundantly, so shall you give and give abundantly. I give this not as an order to dictate you, but to prove by pointing out the zeal of others, the sincerity of your own love also, for you are becoming progressively acquainted with and recognizing more strongly and clearly the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, his kindness his gracious generosity, his undeserved favor and spiritual blessing, in that though he was so very rich, yet for your sakes he became so very poor in order that by his poverty you might become rich, abundantly supplied for. So he said that when you partake in this grace of generosity, it will break you out of poverty even like the Macedonian church where they were in poverty. They didn't have enough, but they gave according to their ability and beyond their ability. They were over and above givers. And he said that when you give like that, the fact that Jesus became poor for you will give you access to the riches that he paid the price for you to share in. Somebody give this video a thumbs up and share it right now if you believe God is going to bless you today. And I want you to stay to the end of this because I'm going to pray that God does a miracle in your finances and that you access this grace of generosity and prosperity in your life. Verse 10, it is then my counsel and my opinion in this matter that I give you when I say it is profitable and fitting for you now to complete the enterprise, which more than a year ago, you not only began, but were the first to wish to do anything about contributions. So now finish doing it. And I want to Skip forward to 2nd Corinthians chapter 9 now So go over one more page You can read the rest on your own time But listen to what happens He's, he's lining them up Explaining to them in 2nd Corinthians 8 How this is what happened for the Macedonian church How they only had a little bit They were only making minimum wage Is how you could say it in today's words They were living in a small apartment They had a, a broken down car They were barely making enough to scrape by. But they tapped into this grace of generosity. This generosity grace that they tapped into is the same grace I tapped into only two and a half short years ago. And the Lord increased me. I was making minimum wage, literally, working 60 hours a week just to get by. And the Lord, when I tapped into tithing and giving over and above generosity... Because I became an over-and-above giver, the Lord has made me an over-and-above liver. Not the organ. Your over-and-above giving will produce your over-and-above living. And this is what Paul said in 2 Corinthians chapter 9, starting in verse 6. Remember this. So he said, look at these churches. Look at their generous giving. Now, remember this spiritual law is what Paul is saying. Remember this. This is a law. This is a spiritual law. And he said, remember the spiritual law. He who sows sparingly and grudgingly will also reap sparingly and grudgingly. Galatians 6 says that whatever a man sows is what he reaps. Don't be deceived because God is not mocked. So what he's saying is don't be deceived The law of sowing and reaping will not pass away. It's an eternal law. Whatever you sow is what you reap. And then he goes on to say here, when you sow sparingly or stingily, meaning that you make $100,000 a year, but you give $100 a month to the kingdom of God. That is sparingly. So when you don't give in accordance to the proportion that you bring in, when you give out of compulsion or sparingly or stingily, You reap stingily, but look on the contrary. He who sows generously that blessings may come to someone else will also reap generously and with blessings. I want you to remember this, and you can write this down. Type this in the comments. Everything in life is a seed. Even words. The Bible says in Matthew 13 that the sower sows the word and the seed is the word of God. Even words are seeds. There was once a great man of God who got a hold of this revelation of sowing and reaping. And when he got a hold of this revelation, he didn't have even a dollar to his name. All he had was a pencil. And he was in this service and they took an offering. And he took this pencil and he broke the pencil in half and he put it in the offering. And he said, Lord, I don't have anything else to give you. This is my seed. I have this pencil. So he took this broken pencil and he put it in the offering plate. And he said, I believe God. I reap, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. As he was walking out of the church building, a woman came up to him and said, Hey, the Lord told me to give you this $20. So he goes back the next night and he's like, Whoa, it worked. I took this pencil I sewed what I had and God brought it back to me pressed down shaken together and running over He gave me twenty dollars So he took that twenty dollars and he put it in the offering and he continued to do this He continued to sow and reap and sow and reap and sow and reap today That man is worth over a hundred and fifty million dollars And he started with a pencil He started with a pencil What happened was later on in life, as he continued to sow and reap, the Lord told him to buy a piece of property. And he listened. Remember, it says in Malachi chapter 3, when you give tithes and offerings, God opens the windows of heaven for you. You look through windows. Means he gives you insight into the heavenly realm to give you supernatural ideas that other people cannot see because they don't see through the window of heaven. So he told this man, he said, I want you to buy this property. And he told the Lord, Lord, there's nothing on this property. This is, and it was like $50,000 worth of property. And he said, Lord, I barely have the money to buy this property. Why do you want me to buy this property? And the Lord just said, I told you to buy it, buy the property. So he buys the property. I believe it was within like six months. All of a sudden the local government comes to him and they say, Hey, we just found out that there's a massive wealth of oil on your property. We're going to pay you oil dividends from now on, or royalties, I think it is, oil royalties from now on because you own this land. Now, the oil royalties are over $150 million worth of royalties. So he started with a pencil, and he was just obedient. He sowed and he reaped he sowed and he reaped and because he was a tither and a giver God gave him a supernatural idea that led to him being worth over a hundred and fifty million dollars. I prophesy in the name of the Lord Jesus. God is no respecter of persons. Wherever you start right now is not where you will finish. You might only have a pencil. You might only have $10. You might only have $1,000. But where you start is not where you will finish. When you sow that seed, God will use it, multiply it, meet your need, and you will always live in abundance from today going forward. I want you to type in the comments, I receive it, if you receive it. Today, you might start at the bottom, but you will not finish at the bottom. God said, I will make you the head and not the tail. I will make you above only and not beneath. Hallelujah. So listen to this. Verse 7. Let each one give as they make up in their own mind and as they purpose in their own heart. Not reluctantly, not sorrowfully, or under compulsion. For God loves. Listen to this. God loves. He takes pleasure in. He prizes above other things, glory to God, and is unwilling to abandon or to do without a cheerful, joyous, prompt-to-do-it giver whose heart is in their giving. When you give big and you give in joy, although it might look like in the natural, whoo, I just emptied my bank account or I just gave away my car or I just gave away my house. It might look crazy in the natural sight. But the Bible says that we walk by faith and we don't walk by sight. You can guarantee that whatever you sow in this life, you will reap. And you'll reap it abundantly. And God will take pleasure in you. He prizes above every other thing your generous giving. And listen to what he'll do. Verse 8. He will make all grace, not some grace, not a little bit more than what you already have, not even most grace. He will make all grace abound towards you. Every favor and earthly blessing come to you in abundance so that you may always and under all circumstances and whatever the need is, be self-sufficient, possessing enough to require no aid, no support, and you will be furnished in abundance for every good work and every charitable deed. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Verse nine, as it is written, he, the benevolent person, the generous person scatters abroad. He gives to the poor, his deeds of justice and goodness and kindness and benevolence will go on and endure forever. And God who provides seed for the sower and bread for eating will also provide and multiply your sources for sowing and increase the fruits of your righteousness which manifests itself in act of goodness, kindness, and charity. So the Bible says that God is the one who provides seed to the sower and bread to eat. So what you say is, God, I need you to provide seed for me right now. And that's what that man of God did who started with a pencil. He didn't have any money in his pockets. For me, there was a time where I didn't have any money. All I had was watches. I I was I was broke and I was at a conference and they were preaching on this same message They were preaching on generous giving how it breaks you out of poverty and lack All I had was watches and I really like watches Well, I had three watches and they were all very nice watches and the Lord said you might not have money But you have a watch and so I took a watch and I put it in the offering The next day they took another offering the Lord said you might not have money but you have a watch. <laughs> so I took off my other watch and I put it in the offering. The third day I was wearing a very sentimental watch to me. I got it for a graduation present when I graduated high school from my aunt and uncle. It was one of the nicest things they'd ever gotten me. It was, it was very dear to me. I don't have a lot of things in life that I hold close, but that was one of them. And the Lord said it to me again. You don't have any money, but you have a watch. And the reason why I didn't have any money was because the week before, I had $600 in my bank. And the Lord said, I want you to give 540 of it to a specific minister. So all I had was $60 to my name. And then I had some watches. Well, that $60 went toward food and gas when I was down in Florida. I had no way to get back to Iowa. But what happened was when the Lord said, you might not have money, but you have a watch. I took that watch off and I put that third watch in the offering. I gave all my watches. That very same day, 30 minutes after I put that watch in the offering, a great man of God came up to me, shook my hand, and he said, hey, am I a financial partner with your ministry? And I said, no, sir. And he said, well, starting today, I'm going to give you $1,000 a month. The Lord turned those three watches into a harvest right then and there. And to this day, he's one of our biggest givers in the ministry. He still gives $1,000 a month. All because I was obedient and I took those watches and I put them in the offering. What you have in your hand might not be big enough to meet your need. But it is a seed. And if you'll just simply take it and you'll put it into the hands of God. You'll sow what you have into the kingdom of God. God will multiply you. He will multiply you abundantly. And you will break out of lack and you will break out of poverty. God will make all grace and every spiritual Favor and blessing abound toward you all the days of your life when you become a generous giver You access the grace to prosper and your life will never be the same If that sounds like you I want you to type amen in the comments and i'm going to pray for you I'm going to pray that god multiplies you abundantly if you feel the anointing on this message right now Whether you're watching live or you're watching after this is posted or if you're listening by podcast right now if you feel faith stirred up in your spirit, I challenge you. I encourage you so big. And I want to teach you something that's vital. Hold on, let me read this. Go up to Colton's comment. Colton said, praise God. When Pastor Hankins was here for three days of glory, I sold $500 to his ministry. Two days later, someone walked up to me and Kieran and handed us $1,000. <laughs> Hallelujah. It works. It works every single time. It works every single time. What you sow is what you reap. And I'm going to teach you something else about this. Not only do you reap what you sow, but you always reap it good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. You reap more than what you sow. What that means is you sow where you want to grow. There's been a lot of guys right now that are wanting to grow on social media. And they know that there's a grace on my life to grow on social media. So they've been sowing seed into this ministry, into me specifically, to tap into that grace. So when you tap into a grace that's on somebody's life with your finances, that grace comes onto you. So I'm going to give you ways that you can give today right now on your screen. The different ways that you can give are through Cash App at Dollar Sign Revival Way. You can give through Venmo at Revival Way. You can give through PayPal at Revival Way. Or you can give through our website, revivalway.com, and click Partner Today. There's a link in the chat right now. You can click that link that's in the chat right now. And you can also give through Super Chat. And here's our promise we're feeding 1,500 kids every single month in other countries. Through an organization called Feed the Hungry. We also have 11 other ministries that we partner with on a monthly basis. So when you give to this ministry, not only does God bless you tremendously. Because it is more blessed to give than it is to receive. But you're also helping to bless other people. You're helping us to bless 1500 kids every single month. And you're helping us to get the gospel all around the world. So I challenge you today, ask the Lord what he would have you sow. And sow more than you've ever sown before. Wow, look at that, John. John Stafford has been giving tremendously to this ministry for about a year now. He said, I had a vision about laying hands on a guy in Jamaica. I laid hands on uh, his ankle in Jesus' name, and I'm going to be listening Listing his cabin on Airbnb and he knows of property I can buy. Look at that. The Lord's opening supernatural doors for John because of his giving. That's awesome, John. So I challenge you. I encourage you. Whatever you have, sow it and watch God multiply it. And you will not be tomorrow where you are today. You will not at this time next year be the same place that you're at today you will be increased. You know, I gave away a car a few months ago. I gave away my old car. There's a nice Infinity. I really liked it actually. Leather interior, it was nice. I gave it away. Well, when I gave it away, the Lord actually blessed me financially to be able to buy a Cadillac in cash. Now, it wasn't like fresh out the shop. So it wasn't a $100,000 Cadillac. Not yet. But I gave away that car. And the Lord blessed me tremendously. And I was able to buy a Cadillac. Cash. No payments. So what God did for me, God is going to do for you. And I'm going to pray for you as you you give today. We're going to watch God do a mighty miracle in your life. Acacia said, she doesn't really care too much about money. She just wants to be a baker and have fun. That's all right. There's some people that don't care about money. But the people that understand that they're going to make an impact in the world, they're the ones that care about money. money. So for me, without money, I don't have this live stream. I don't have this ministry. I can't travel and preach the gospel. I can't feed 1,500 kids. So not making money and being a baker is awesome. If that's the route you want to take. But for me, I want to feed not thousands of kids, but millions of kids. And I want to preach the gospel all over the world. So I thank God that He empowers me to prosper. Amen. Let me pray for you. Father, in Jesus' name, every person that sows today, I call them blessed and I touch an agreement. Angels, ministering spirits, cause the word to work. Go and cause the money to come. Satan, take your hands off their finances. Lord, I pray that you bless every person that gives today financially with a miracle in the next 72 hours that people experience mighty financial miracles in Jesus name. Thank you that it is you that empowers us to prosper. Amen. Now, everybody that sows today, when you get a financial miracle in your life, I want you to send me a testimony of what God does for you financially, because I love hearing those testimonies. I had somebody that They sent in a thousand dollars to the ministry and then a couple days later They told me about how their boss gave them a ten thousand dollar raise another woman needed a new car she sent two dollar or two hundred dollars into the ministry. Someone gave her Two thousand dollars and then she sent four hundred dollars into the ministry. Someone gave her four thousand dollars And then she sewed her way into buying a new car So I like hearing those testimonies So make sure that when you give to this ministry that you go find me on instagram and you send me your testimony I really like to hear them well Before we go, I'm going to play this ad for you for brother Jonathan uh, Brother Jonathan again for revival today Bible school and immediately after this live stream I want you to go join me and my pastor on his channel Stan Pody pastor Stan Pody and he is going to be teaching you a mighty word from God We're gonna put the link in the chat as you're watching this ad enjoy
0: Jonathan Shuttlesworth with you in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania if you feel called into the ministry, we just launched Revival Today Bible Institute had our first incoming class and we're about to do another intake. It's $2,000 for the entire year. We're going to train them up in what they need to know in the Bible, what they need to know legally, what they need to know in the realm of economics to make impact in the ministry. If that's you, the information is on the screen right now. I'd like to hear from you. Don't pull it off. I'm Jonathan Shuttlesworth and I'm waiting for your call.
1: All right. Well, in the chat right now, Here's a link to Pastor Stan's live stream. I want you to go click this link and go join me in Pastor Stan's live stream. I love you. I bless you. And I will see you tomorrow morning at 1130 a.m. sharp. Peace out.